Hi, this is Kate. And I'm Amy. And welcome to the Hush My Mouth podcast. Hello, and welcome to this week. Hi, everybody. How's your week? Good. We, uh, we had a little funny at work uh, this week. So every year, uh, for a while now, we, uh, we have a department in our organization that uh, does, I know everyone's heard of, you know, we see it everywhere, the angel tree yeah. for the holidays. And uh, this department kind of organizes that. They get, um, you can sign up to donate, you know, on a one-on-one or if you want to do a team and adopt a family um, or a senior or something like that. Um, so we've, our team has been doing that for the last couple of years. Um, and then we just, you know, we get their wish list and buy stuff and right. do the thing. So, uh, it's also fun, uh, for us to give our team a little name, you know, a little funsy. <laughs> um, I was trying to remember what our last year's name was and it was something I'm probably getting it wrong. Uh, but I think we were like, the Jingle Bells, because we, we do have all women on our team. So oh, okay. it was like B-E-L-L-E-S, Ooh, you know, the Jingle Bells. I see what you did yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> and this year, one of my coworkers came up with a really cute one. Um, so we decided to be all the Jingle Ladies. Oh. And um, so there was a form uh, for us to fill out online uh, to put in our request. And so one of my other coworkers said, I'll take care of the form. And Lord love her. She accidentally typed all the jiggle ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and of course we get one of those autoresponder emails that has all the jiggle ladies on it. So of course we had a big laugh and we said, no, no problem. We'll, you know, we'll fix that with the, <laughs> with the other team. <laughs> How about you? Well, this week was my birthday. Woo. Happy birthday. So it wasn't like a big milestone birthday, but you know, every birthday counts. Yeah. It's better than the alternative. That is true. So um, I had a really nice day. My kids always make me feel very special and loved and they, you know, whatever they do, they put a lot of thought into it and um, they made me, well, they bought this little book that was like a all about mom or I don't remember what the title of it was, but um, they basically went in and filled in like all these little prompts in it. Like you are the blank mom or whatever. And then they would just put in like all kinds of things. And it was so sweet. And it just Aww. reminded me or showed me, I guess, like what are the things that they remember mm -hmm. like over the years about me, about our family, about things that we've done and things that, you know, really stuck out to them. And it was just really sweet, and Aww. I loved it so much. And then they also got me a really beautiful scarf, and yeah, so it was a great day. I had a really fun day. We haven't, um, I still have to fulfill the birthday dessert, because the day of my birthday, I was actually feeling not great, Oh, and I wasn't really up for... And you didn't like, want to spoil it if yeah. you didn't have all your taste buds exactly. ready. Well, you are, I think that they get that from you, because you are so good at the the birthday thoughtfulness. Oh, um, I love watching you, you know, plan their parties over the years and stuff. Cause <laughs> it's just, it's, it's like an event, not in terms of grandiose, but just so purposeful, you know, like just, even if it's just a slight, but it's like, you really think it through and think about them. And so, oh, um, thanks, Amy. so I'm glad that they're getting that. They're I wish I had the gene. <laughs> 
this week, we're going to talk a little bit about actually one of my favorite things to do, cooking. Yeah. So wasn't always the case for me anyway, that mm-hmm. I loved it, but um, I've evolved over the years. So we'll talk about that a little bit, but we thought, um, you know, with it being November and it's the month of Thanksgiving, there's a lot of focus on food and cooking and recipes and all that good stuff. And so we're going to just chat a little bit about kind of what both of our experiences are in that area. Yeah. So. And cooking leads to my favorite thing, which is eating <laughs> even better. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely think, uh, especially over the years and depending on how busy you are and stuff yeah. like that. But there's, there's just something about a home cooked meal. I know, you know, and I don't know, like my mom is a good cook. I consider my mom to be a good cook. I think a lot of people that have eaten at our house think she's a good cook. But I didn't really focus that much on learning how to cook when I was younger. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, when we lived together at school, I probably only knew how to make, like, two things, probably. (laughs) Hey, you know what? We also were broke. And so that's a thing too is, you know, food can be expensive Mm -hmm. and I mean, you know, you got to layer it, you know, so we probably thought we were doing, we were all that in a bag of chips because we could make macaroni and cheese out of a (laughs) box. Uh, But yeah, you got to have definitely stages. And I love what I like about cooking. uh, And don't get me wrong. There are definitely times where I don't want to do it clean up from it oh me too you know just I needed to be ready in fact probably a couple times a week yeah exactly (laughs) so it's more about quality than quantity uh but um I love the cooking as a science Mm -hmm. that's the geek in me um but it really is I mean you're mixing different things figuring out what goes what you like what the recipe called for right um so yeah it's all it's like a science experiment every single time but I think it's interesting because in my view you have to have a certain amount of confidence to get to the point that you're talking about right That's, yeah because when I was younger I did exactly what it said either in the recipe on the box on the bag whatever I was not going I was not drawing outside the lines yeah. right because yeah. I was terrified of wasting food yes or having it turn out awful and because I didn't really have much experience with it I didn't feel comfortable kind of um experimenting you know with different things so that's part of the evolution I think of my cooking is that I've gotten to a point where I feel like okay like yeah I have a recipe but Maybe it says that I should do this, but I actually think it would be better the way we like to do this instead. Like use a different spice or yeah, something. Or if it calls for a vegetable you mm-hmm. hate, you right. know, or you're like, well, maybe I'll leave that out. Um, I've also gotten to the point, too, where um, I've accepted it's perfectly fine that they're not all going to be winners. Yeah. You know, you might try something and not love it. And don't give up because one of them turned out bad. That's why we always keep a box of Costco fro- frozen pizzas on hand. <laughs> That's right. So if it just didn't happen that night and you're going, oh, no, this isn't, I don't like it or mm. I didn't do it right or w- whatever it is, then you know what? In 10 minutes. You can have a backup. You can have a backup. <laughs> Prepared. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I kind of went from, like I said, in college having one or two things that I could kind of make um, to... 
broke cooking, which mm-hmm. we were broke cooking in college too, sure. but like I was definitely broke cooking when I first got married or was like dating my future husband because yeah. we were really broke. So you would go to the store with your calculator <laughs> <laughs> and only, you know, be able to buy $15 worth of food or whatever it was. So then you had to figure out how to make something out of that. Yeah. And that limits you, you yeah. know. Hope you like spaghetti again That's for dinner. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti is the really easy one. Oh, yeah. But um, especially if noodles are on sale for 30 cents. That's right. <laughs> a package. <laughs> You need spaghetti for three nights in a row. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then, you know, when you become a cook for kids, oh, yes. that's like another stage because depending on how picky your kids are and also just like when they're little, they're not going to always want to eat the same thing that you eat. I mean, yeah. I think I, I do hear some families say, you know, we cook one thing and if you're hungry, you'll eat it. You know, <laughs> like no matter how old you are, or whoever's around the table, I can't say I was ever that strict i i want to know how that was like i don't i mean don't get me wrong i um i have two picky eaters i was a very picky eater as a younger person i've gotten much better and i think that's because your taste buds change and stuff and so i've been pretty open you know with the kids you don't force people into liking food Mm -hmm. um so uh you know i've pretty much trained them to be like i am and i said you know look you just have to find something you like at the table right and maybe that's all you're going to eat, you know, but don't expect somebody to cater to it. Now, right. with that in, in mind, I didn't purposely make them food I knew they would hate. Right. You weren't having spinach and liver every yeah, day. Yeah, we weren't doing <laughs> Brussels sprout casserole. Right. Um, but, you know, it's I, I used to say if I could please 75% of the house, I was doing okay. Yeah. So um, now that didn't stop them from coming back to say to me well what are we having for dinner and I would say meatloaf and one of them would say well what am I having and I would say <laughs> meatloaf because at the end of the day you're like hey look I'm, I'm not making multiple right dinners you know but that doesn't mean I never get to eat something I like for the rest of my life right. because you don't like it nor can you have pizza every single day right. or chicken nuggets yeah I think we kind of got in the habit and when they were really little of Kind of making one thing for them and then something else for us. Yeah. But that didn't last for too, too long. No. Because thankfully, my kids were not super picky. I mean, they're a little bit picky, but they were willing to try a lot of things. And, um, you know, like it was so funny because even when they were little, like sometimes some of their favorite foods were like ribs. Well, I was going to say, yeah. I remember Abby, I think she was yes. three. And I think we were walking through, uh, I forget where we went. I think we went downtown to the fairgrounds or something, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it was Fort Worth even. And, uh, we're walking along and I asked her, it's like, what's your favorite food? Ribs at three. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that happened, but they were willing to eat things that were, yeah. you know, a little bit more sophisticated. Let's yeah. Say. Yeah. So, and they were never like mac and cheese kids. Even to this day, they don't really like mac and cheese, which I do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but they love like pizza and yeah. chicken tenders and stuff right. like that. For and sure. I was not above lying to my children. Um, so, you know, when you find out what they like and then you just tell them everything is chicken, yeah. you know, I think we went somewhere and, you know, it was a family function, some of Chris's extended family and, you know, Jackson was a toddler and. I think they were making pork chops. And so 
I said, told him it was chicken. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny to see him at the table going, this doesn't taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew he wouldn't eat it. Right. If, or try it. Yeah. Because there's that, you know, mindset where they get to, oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And it's like, you haven't decided if you liked it. Or I would tell them all the time, you've made up your mind, you don't like it. Right. Um, and also, I would add that the popcorn shrimp at Red Lobster was also chicken Oh, okay. for a long time. In fact, there were a lot of eye stares at the waitresses <laughs> when I would look at them and say, they want the um, popcorn chicken? You know, you know. Wink, <laughs> like, wink. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you turn around and go, popcorn. That's right. Um, you know, just, and, and of course, they love shrimp. So, um yeah, it was just a matter of, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta live in reality and also sanity at some, yes. at some point, but yes. now, now they can do whatever they want. I don't care if they eat pizza every day. They're grown. Do it. <laughs> I, I think a big like turning point for me with cooking was actually the pandemic. Yeah. Because before that, I think, you know, just like circumstantially with like what was happening, I was just kind of like trying to get by, you know? Right. Um, but during that time when we had so much downtime, And we were all, like, at the beginning anyway, kind of um, worried about eating out. I was like, okay, well, this is, like, a good time for me to spend a little bit more time in the kitchen and figure things out. And I actually really enjoyed it. And it kind of, like, calmed me down, you know, to give me a focus. And I think since then I've just gotten a lot more interested in learning how to make different things and just kind of building that confidence, like I said, like I feel a little bit more like I can tweak a recipe and not, you know, freak myself out over it. And most of the time the kids seem to like what I come up with. So we don't have a huge variety of things that we make. I mean, I think like most families, you probably make kind of like the same like eight to ten kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> like on a rotation. Because you almost. know what people like and so you're, you know, you want to make that uh and and I think also um, you kind of learn what works with certain things and not, you know, like for me, it was just even just an understanding, especially when you don't have something. And luckily, you know, today we can Google that. I yes. don't have this. What can I make? And so, or what can I substitute? Like what's a good substitute for X? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think also to getting to a point where, and it does help, I will say, to be a little older and to have more storage yeah. where I have a lot more staples on hand Yes, that when too. I do say, Oh, I really want to make this chances are really good. I already have it. Yeah. Um, I've learned to do that too, to like really keep my pantry stocked the best I can so that if I want to make something, I've got the spices, the, yeah. the beans, the whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. That makes a big difference in flexibility. Yeah. And if you're a baker, like I do like baking a lot, mainly because you use basically the same ingredients. Mm -hmm. Um, It's either butter, flour, or sugar. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's always easier to have that stuff in stock Mm -hmm. um, with the exception of butter because it's, well, butter lasts quite a while, even though it's perishable. Um, is you can always have that kind of stocked on hand. Yeah. Um, so it's not something that, you know, you're like, well, I have to, I'm making something with fresh vegetables or, you know, where I have to make that right away. So, so we have to pause here because you have said the magic word, whether you realize it or not. Oh no. We need to talk about butter. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite kind of butter? Oh, okay. Well, Obviously, if you bake, you have to bake with butter. Yes. I don't even buy margarine. Ever. Yeah. 
I don't. I keep a little bit of that country crock, which is margarine. It is margarine. I yeah. do keep a small container of that just because sometimes like if we're in a hurry and we're making toast or something, I don't have time for the butter to melt. And yeah. then I don't want it, you know, like I'm like moving it around. It's ripping up the bread. Yeah, I so. get I get a spreadable yeah. version, um, which helps. It, so it's not like 100%. But obviously if you're baking, it's stick butter. Um, my my overall preference is to use challenge butter. Oh. Um, I don't think I know what that is. It, it, it's in the store okay. and um, in all your stores. Um, it's so for me, there's only a couple butters to pick from when you go to the store. There's a store brand. Yeah. There's uh, Land O'Lakes mm-hmm. uh, Challenge Butter. Um, and then Kerry Gold. If you if you want something like super creamy or something like that, like it'd be great with like mashed potatoes yes. and um, different stuff. But baking, um, I usually do the Challenge Butter. Because, okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. But yeah, I like the. Um the really creamy Irish butter to me. Like if you're going to use butter, do it, do it all yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> what about gadgets? Oh, what are your <sighs> kitchen gadgets that you can't live without? Uh, I absolutely. If you said you can only have one thing in your kitchen right now would be my KitchenAid mixer. Oh, I can't live without a KitchenAid mixer. Yeah. I do love my KitchenAid mixer. Although I don't use it that, I mean, I use it when I'm baking. Mm-hmm. But I don't really use it that much. The only other time I use it is if I want to make like shredded chicken tacos or anything with shredded chicken. Yeah. I have the um, I have the metal bowl. Yes. For my mixer. Yep. And so I'll, you know, when you get the chicken like out of the oven right away while it's still really hot. If you just throw it in there and turn it on, it shreds it up so good. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. It's really that. That's the only like savory thing. I use what attachment do you use to do that? I just use the regular the paddle. paddle. Yeah, and but you have to do it when it's really hot, like right out of the oven. I feel like we have just taken a deep dive into delicious dish at this point. <laughs> Ooh, what paddle attachment do you use? That's right. Are you a hook? Are you a spreader? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, well, I was thinking then you probably do a handheld for mashed potatoes. You know, I never make or do mashed you, potatoes. You don't make mashed potatoes? No. Which I know is sacrilege to yeah, you because I know is. how much you I was going to say, or you could potatoes. use a hand masher. I do have a hand masher, but what I make are, um, I either make smashed potatoes. Okay. Which is like a little, I usually use like Yukon Gold. Yeah. Because they're nice and buttery. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and little. And I will boil them until they're just soft and then use the masher to just mash it down a little bit. Yeah. And then I put um, a little olive oil, mm-hmm. a little salt and pepper, a little rosemary, or I usually use oregano because I hardly ever have rosemary. Yeah. And then a little bit of Parmesan cheese. And then I bake them. So they come out like, you know, individual servings. Yeah. Um, or I make cheesy potato casserole. I mean, I'm hungry just thinking about it. I know. <laughs> it just sounds, I look, first of all, you could make a potato anyway and I will eat it. Yeah. I wish it was like the, the king of, of, of vegetables. Like I wish it was the one vegetable you could eat. That, that was like the most healthy for you. Right. That yeah. was, you know, solved all the problems exactly. in the world. Cause I love all the potato. There's not a way I think you make a potato. I don't like it. Yeah. Me too. I'll eat me it. Too. Yeah. But yeah, if I was going to make mashed potatoes, I probably would use the hand mixer thing. Though. Yeah. Is that what you do? Um, I, I've done both. Um, cause you know, there's some people out there that will say if you, you should use a hand masher because you can over mix potatoes 
Um, and again, getting back to the science of it, uh, it make it doesn't um, like the starchy. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, you know, I didn't pay that much attention in chemistry, but yeah, there's a something <laughs> with the starch. Yeah, and um, and so, uh, but I I think I just I know where that sweet spot is for me at this point. Yeah. So um, I just for expediency sake i often just use a uh, handheld yeah so that way i don't do it long but right. enough to get the major lumps out right yeah i love a hand mixer in fact i think i may have did i get myself a new one because i think my old one died but again i mostly use it for baking um one of the gadgets that i've gotten recently because i'm learning that i really like to make soup mm. um is an immersion blender oh yeah i have one of those so i had never had one and i wanted to make um, like a tomato basil soup and um so yeah i got myself the immersion blender but then it was like i was a little intimidated by it because i was like you know is it like how much like spray is right how deep do i put it (laughs) into the you know and well kind of funny and ironic because i'm gonna go back to potato here but i make a potato soup okay (laughs) (laughs) but i use my immersion blender to kind of like i said to get the consistency of whatever it is you're doing but it's also really good if um because i think it's one of those things that you have or you put in your kitchen that uh, most people don't think of having. Yeah. But it's really good, especially if you have kids or people that are picky eaters mm-hmm. and they don't like chunky, like if you right. want to do salsa or something like that, so you can getting all that good stuff in, but it's, if they've got a texture issue, which you can smooth it out, you can smooth it out and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with, yeah, no, especially on the tomato basil. Cause you can, right. Yeah. Right. Um, but like my basics that I just use all the time, I love a good cutting board. Mm-hmm. I can never have enough cutting boards. <laughs> I really like those. Um, I think they're um, maybe silicone. Yes. Ones that are super thin and you just, they're like flexible. Yeah. Um, I'm shaking my hand. Yeah. You can see that, but you. <laughs> but, Visualize. Yeah. So I like those because you can just pop them in the dishwasher and you can use them for everything. Um, but then I have, you know, I have kind of a collection of like wooden cutting boards too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I struggle with that because I never really know how to clean those. Yeah. I've, I've definitely transitioned off of the wood ones, um, simply because like you said, and then I do try to replace them cause I'm always worried that there's, I mean, I throw mine in the dishwasher, Yeah, but still I'm always, you know, after over time, especially with raw meat, it already bothers me. I can't put pots and pans in the dishwasher. Yeah. I mean, I know you can, but it's not recommended. Sometimes I still do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cause I hate pots and pans. I just feel like if something hasn't gone through the dishwasher, it's not really clean. Right. And so, yeah, I don't want anything that's like, oh, you're going to have to do this separately. Yeah. Like, no, no, I don't know. No, I don't want to do that. I do find when it comes to pots and pans, since we brought it up, I tend to cook probably 85% of the things I make in the same skillet. Mm-hmm. I have like a, it's either a 10 or a 12 inch yep. skillet. I've tried to get another one, but I can never find another one that has like, that has the same weight to it. That doesn't feel flimsy. And this one has like protected handles on the sides. Yeah. I bought another one. I thought it was going to be great. And then I realized that the handles get hot. Yeah. And I mean, who Come would on. even design something like that? Like, how yeah. are you going to cook? What are you going to have oven mitts on while you're trying to? Well, and then I got to remember which pans have the hot handles and right. which ones don't. I, but yeah, I think, I think we could all, if we really thought about it, say we all have a favorite pan. Yeah. You know, there's that pan that's like, Ooh, if I can cook it in there, I'm going to cook it in there. Yeah. And then there are those pans that, you know, 
or gathering dust. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I still have it? I don't know. I did get myself a Dutch oven. Okay. Is that what you call it? Yeah, they're Dutch ovens. Yeah. Um, And it was mostly, again, because I've gotten into the soup thing. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what it is about making soup. Like, it feels like such a granny thing to say. But um, I like the, well, I like soup. But more than that, I like the process. Yeah. Like, I like putting in all the ingredients and watching, you know, step by step, depending on what it is. I have this um, recipe it's from the um, one of the Magnolia Table cookbooks, Joanna okay. Gaines cookbook. It's a spinach and tortellini Ooh. soup, and it's amazing. And actually, like my kids even like it. Wow, too. I like so spinach and tortellini. <laughs> I'll have to make it sometime okay. when you come over. But, All right, good. Um, but that pot is just perfect for that kind of cooking and the yeah. tomato basil and I made a yeah. French onion. <gasps> I like both those soups. Oh man. Um, I think it's the idea of simmering on the stove. Yeah. You know, you get that and then it's the house smells like it. Yeah. So it's that, that process of cooking where it's not done in 10 minutes. It's yeah. something that, you know, you make and then you kind of walk away from it. Um, and it just, it's like, you, you know, open up a crock pot after it's been sitting for four hours. Right. It's like, oh, that smells so good. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm with you. So let's talk about the shortcut though. Oh boy. Are you an Instapot person? I, we do have an Instapot. Okay. Um, I've been using the air fryer more than the Instapot. Oh, that's right. You said, I don't have one of those. Um, but yeah, I, I want to get more into the Instapot, but I also don't want to drag it out because it's heavy. Yeah, it is heavy. Yeah. I have it. Um, I have most of my like appliances. <laughs> I would consider that like a small appliance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in this big cabinet that's, you know, like doesn't have the wood strip in the middle, you know, so you can put big stuff in there and it's like in the back corner and anytime I think about doing it it's just like I'm gonna have to move the food processor and the waffle iron and right. the toaster and the blender and then I gotta clean it that's right <laughs> I think you're sensing a theme here cleaning that instapot is not easy no because it's I got 800 inserts yeah in it so you know you're like okay I gotta wash this and I gotta wash this and I gotta yeah. wash this and I will say when I use it though it the food really does turn out amazing I know I've made um, pulled pork in it. Mm-hmm. I really love to make short ribs in it. That's oh like boy. my favorite. I love a short rib. I mean, <laughs> it's dangerous. Like if I go to a restaurant and short ribs are on the menu, I'm getting them. Uh, why did we not bring in food for this segment? I don't know cause because I'm real hungry. I know. <laughs> Tasting all these things. Yeah, the air fryer is a little bit easier. To, it's, it's lighter. Okay. And then it's also, um, I mean, there are things you could do in both. Um, it is a lot easier to clean because, but what is it? I mean, I guess I don't expect you to actually know the answer to this question, but maybe you do. I don't understand the, the mechanism of an air fryer. I mean, is it, it's not frying the food, right? So why is it called an air fryer? These are great questions. Yeah. I, it's just like a, we'll Google it later. (laughs) It's like a, it looks like a toaster oven kind of, doesn't it? It can. Yeah. Okay. It can because it just has like a little drawer that you just pull out. Yeah. Um, now, it, you can't cook as much in it at once. Okay. So an air fryer tends, I mean, a, a, a Instapot. Thank you. Instapot. <laughs> <laughs> Lost it. Um, you know, you can, tends to be a little bit bigger or whatever. So, yeah. but you know, I, we're just down to two people. So is it just for speed? No, because it's not always, it's not always, um, faster okay in terms of time um i'm trying to think what we made oh i made um uh quesadillas okay um so so, things come out crispy yeah they come out crispy okay um 
and uh, I would say it would have taken the same amount of time in the oven. Yeah. It just, it, it, it prepares different. So yeah. Okay. So it's just like an alternative. Yeah. So I'm sure there is a science behind it. We'll (laughs) we'll figure what that is out and we'll be smarter people. I just know it tastes good. What is the, well, you have one gadget in your kitchen that a lot of people don't have. Oh boy. What do I have? It's your like killer ice machine. Oh yeah, yeah. The which is a little on the fritz right now. We're not oh, happy no. with it. Yeah, Chris is trying to tweak it. Um, I just remember when you guys were building this house and you were designing the kitchen that you yeah. had like a specific place for this ice machine. Yeah. So we decided uh, we have uh, we call it the beverage center. We sound so stupid. <laughs> Um, but, um, so it's, it's not a bar or a wet bar, but kind of similar concept, but it's in the kitchen and we have one of those, um, under the counter refrigerators, Okay, you know, that just with drawers. Yeah. So we put all our sodas, waters, booze, whatever it is in there yeah. so that we've got more room in our refrigerator. We're yeah. not always going in. I, I think we thought, oh, it'll be, it'll be more <laughs> economical because we won't be opening up a refrigerator, but it's still a refrigerator and we're right. still powering it. So whatever. Um, it's smaller though. Maybe yeah. there's something to that. And then right above that counter, we just had like a, a space carved out. So the microwave is actually on on top and it's pretty high but we have we have we are not we don't drink coffee um but we do have a small coffee maker you know Mm -hmm. just in case someone comes over to the house and drinks coffee or we want hot chocolate yeah and then we have one of those um ice makers ge profile nugget ice makers and i think it's doing like what people around here would call sonic ice exactly yeah the cool little eracer size yes yes because that's Primo, like it, it is it's it's so different i love it um but yeah so we have i mean we even have the bar like catcher water things That's on it right. we're, so we don't make a mess we're so, so professional <laughs> <laughs> but it does make a good drink so yeah, yeah so is there anything you feel like you have missing in the gadget department from your kitchen that when you're making stuff you're like oh if i only had blah blah, blah. well i've decided after i was making copycat uh hash brown casserole from Cracker Barrel the other day because it requires so much cheese. Yes. And you need to have freshly grated cheese as opposed to the package. You can get away with package on a lot of things. Yeah. But um, sometimes you just got to have the fresh grated cheese. And I realized... It doesn't melt the same. It, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And um, and I realized I, I, I just have that... I mean, it's a KitchenAid, it's, but it's a handheld and that... No. Yeah, no. I need to have grater. the cheese grater thing. Yeah. So maybe that might be on my Christmas list. Well, last... I think it was last Christmas. It was either last Christmas or my birthday. I can't remember which, but my mom got me a food processor, like a really nice food processor. Yeah. I've only used it a couple of times, but I really wanted one because I see all these, you know, recipes on cooking shows where I'm like, oh, if I only had a food processor, I can make a graham cracker crust or, you know, whatever. (laughs) So I actually do love it. I don't use it as much. I have like a mini one that we use a lot more, okay. uh, like just a three and a half cup yeah. size one. Yeah. Or I got a ninja, I think, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, something similar to that. But mostly we use that to chop up like fruit for smoothies and stuff like that. So it's um, it's easier to clean and put back together and everything. Right. So, but the thing that I need is some actually some good knives. Mm, yeah. I don't have a great. I mean, I have a set of knives. But um, I don't think they're particularly sharp, <laughs> which is not helpful in yeah. the kitchen. 
Um, so I, I think I would probably, a lot of things would be easier if I had a better set of knives. So yeah. I may need to invest in that sometime soon. I think I had, it's a good set of knives, but I think I've put them through the dishwasher way too many times. And it's one of those, you know, again, yes, you can, but should you know, and now mm-hmm. they're starting to show that kind of stain on the, yeah. And so I'm probably about due anyway. And I, I probably need to learn how to sharpen knives so that if I get a good set, I can do that. It's just a little scary. Yes. Um, especially because I've got kids. I mean, they're not little kids. You know, they know not to cut right. themselves. But, you know, it, I just have always felt a little bit like, oh, is that safe? Yeah. Or just me cutting myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to sharpen a knife. So. That too. That With too. you. Um, so we've alluded to it a couple of times. I'm big into cooking shows. <laughs> Food Network is my friend. <laughs> um, I, in fact, it's funny because... I, mo- I I really do enjoy cooking shows because I learn a lot from them. Yeah. But more than that, a lot of times I just have it on in the background for like background noise. And I joke around, um, it's one-sided, but I joke around <laughs> with my dog, Charlie. So when he's, when I feel like he might be lonely because like I'm in my office working, the kids are at school and he's like laying on the couch and I'll walk in the living room. Cause I never turn the TV on during the day really when I'm working. Cause yeah. I'm not even in the room. Right. But, um, I'll look at him and I'll just say, do you want me to turn on your cooking shows, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> so my, my defaults are, like I said, food network. I love, um, well, I love Magnolia table, which is not food network. No. So Joanna Gaines has her own cooking show which I don't know where I watch that discovery plus maybe. I mean, I know they have their own network, but I don't have that. Yeah, you're right. In my, um, cable package or whatever you call it. So yeah, there must be some. Yeah. But I love her show because she cooks the kind of food that like my family likes to eat. Yeah. So that's a good one. I love beat Bobby flay Mm -hmm. because I just, I think it's a fun show, Yeah, but I also learn a lot by watching it because you have so many different chefs that come on and they're, they're thinking on the fly, but you see they have like their staples that they must always do uh, that they go to under pressure in a competition like that. Right. And I've just, I've learned a lot about you know, just simple things like sauteing vegetables and, you know, um, just like how to like carve meat yeah so, so that you get the tenderness that right. you're looking for like all kinds of stuff like that i just love learning that kind of stuff yeah because don't you love when you get a recipe and it calls you to do something and you're thinking to yourself i don't know what they mean yeah i, I hate to call out shit's creek with the whole folding of the cheese but i don't know that one <laughs> you just fold in the cheese i don't know what that means <laughs> you know you're like now i have to google that because i don't right. know what they're talking about um and i'm always impressed with those shows especially the competition ones where you know, they're given just, here's your ingredients. Yeah. Now make something. I, right. I am not at that level. Oh no. At no, no. all. That's I, way I need a good Pinterest. Do this, do this, do this. Right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, heaven forbid there's a video and the video has one measurement and the, and the written recipe has another. Right. I'm panicked. <laughs> Cause then what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, is that extra half a teaspoon gonna <laughs> destroy this meal? I don't know. Yeah. No, I like, um, the Pioneer Woman, mm-hmm. um, although Matt, God love him, used to tease her mercilessly because he, <laughs> I mean, she's from the Midwest and yeah. he just always thought she sounded very monotone. Okay. And um, I didn't really hear that, but he really gave her a hard time. But he liked every <laughs> recipe that I ever made of hers. 
Um, and then there's another one. I can't remember the name of the show. It's Mary something is the chef. Okay. And she, it's on the Food Network. I think it, like Mary makes it easy or Mary makes it good or something like that. Um, but she, you can tell that she's like a French trained chef, uh-huh. but she really like breaks things down and makes it look easy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I feel like I've learned a lot by watching a lot of those shows and I have become kind of a cookbook person too. I love to flip through cookbooks and I, um, I got one, of, you know, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. I got one of his cookbooks oh cool because he's a, he's um actually quite an italian cook yeah i don't know if he would call himself a chef um but he has a show on like cnn or maybe it's uh nat geo where he's oh, like yeah, yeah. touring around italy and, yeah um, anyway he has really a couple of really great cookbooks that are not just recipes but they have kind of like family stories and traditions yeah. and stuff in them so Anyway, that's that that kind of stuff has really grown on me. Well, you're a lot more advanced than me. I just get mine off Pinterest. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially if I'm, you know, if I think, oh, I really like this, but I don't know what I want to make with it. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you can find stuff there. And um, yeah, it's usually what I love are the people that are like, I have I have tried this recipe and tweaked this recipe 40 and 50 times to finally come out with this version. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. You know, like I don't need to Edison my way through that's every right. single recipe. <laughs> just I give just, me the end game. Just give me, that's <laughs> right. Like I don't have that time. Thank you so much for doing it free of charge. Um, and then, yeah, it's a lot easier to start with that and then tweak it and say, I'd rather, you know, have more of this or, you know, right. some people will comment and say, oh, this would taste really good with fill in the blank. Yeah. Or I would do it this way. Um, so, yeah, I like that. I stuff. like that. Um, the Reed Drummond, the pioneer woman in her cookbooks, she does a lot of that. Like she'll have a recipe and she does a really cool thing in hers where she does like pictures like step okay. by step because I mean I, you know yeah. I'm not that confident I do need right. some guidance and so it's great to see like oh okay this is how this is supposed to look right yeah because sometimes you don't know especially if it's baking things like using like biscuits and things well they'll say things like fold the corner and you're thinking which corner well, right is it the long corner is Can it I the- get some help here <laughs> I need to get my <laughs> But she'll usually put at the end, you know, like substitution ideas. Like, oh, you could make this with X or, you know, this, I'm saying blueberry, but you could use, you know, cherries instead. Go crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, I'm I'm so hungry. We can make your cheesy potatoes. That's right. And the bang bang chicken. Oh my gosh. I think we're, we're going to need. We got to go. Sorry. Bye. (laughs) We're out. We're hungry. (laughs) Because we're approaching the end of another season. We're going to do season faves, and this time for fall. Woo! Do you have any fall favorites that you would like to share? (laughs) Well, obviously one that stuck out, and I talked about it before, which was going up to Canada, uh, although I did not see any foliage. Definitely one. Okay. Going to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) And then back to Texas. (laughs) Well, one of my favorites this fall, um, it's one of my favorites every fall, is getting out my Ugg boots. Oh, your Ugg boots? <laughs> I mean, those things are so comfortable. It's like walking on kittens. It really is. But, you know, I, I, do, I am a person who, like, my body temperature, I, like, regulate through my feet. So if my yes. feet are too hot, I'm too hot. Yep. So I don't usually wear them for a long time. But just pulling them out of the closet again at this time of year... When we've had because we have had a few quite crisp days. Yeah, I have not pulled out my UGG boots yet though. But, yeah, um, I, I I 
to get a little bit colder. But those are those fall. who know me well know that that's gonna it's yeah. gonna get cold. So that that's one of my telltales and one of my favorites for fall. Love it. What about you? Oh, um, football, football, football. Yeah. Um, it's it's exciting. So you know the Hokies are doing fine. Um, they're still transitioning. So they're doing fine. They had a very good game the other day. Oh, good. Of course, you know I'm. I'm all into the, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Uh. I know. Did you see that after the concert? Yes. What happened? Yes. She I mean, just how threw- could you not? It is all over TikTok. I know. Well, I'm not even on TikTok, yeah. and I saw it. Yeah. I was like, she is throwing caution to the wind. She yep. doesn't care. Who knows? That girl is in love. I mean, can you blame her? He is. Yeah. yeah. I loved. Well, I love the big smooch yes um and i also loved now i don't i don't think i'm familiar with the song as much as probably you swifties are um but the one where she talks about um karma oh yes yeah. and she changed it the to words the chiefs and uh, i just love or, how excited yeah. her dad got oh i didn't see that I yeah didn't see i'll have to show you reaction. but uh i didn't realize he's as he's almost as tall as travis like oh. so i was like well that makes sense because taylor's tall she's so. pretty tall yeah so yeah. um but yeah he seemed and he was wearing a, a kansas city chiefs lanyard oh so i think he's all in apparently which is great um yeah i uh yeah I, it's I, fun i know that's the thing i think some people seem like uh, whatever but I mean, I just think, I, I don't know. I'm rooting for them. Me I think, too. I think they're both at the right time in their lives that mm-hmm. they've been talking about, like, what they want. Yeah. You know, they're just not young and wild anymore. They're, you know, right. like, what do I want in life? And I think they make a good match. So. They're a cute couple. Yeah. I mean, let them have fun. I exactly. think it's great. Go. You yay. go. So yay for, yay for fall favorites. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my other favorites is this is not new but we've just been doing it a lot at our house is the fleece blankets Mm. where you fringe the outside and then you tie knots all the way around yeah so um i we had one because somebody made one for us at one point and so we have one but um i don't pull it out that often because i mean it's kind of those are they're kind of like really really warm it's probably more of a winter favorite to be honest yeah um but my kids have both been making them over the last few weeks for different reasons like just to have one but um one of them was making some for a charity yeah that that she's involved in at school and um so i'm like you know this is a really cool idea yeah so we went to um one of the fabric stores around here and i was like okay i'm not the only one who's in on this because they had every print every color (laughs) every i mean it was crazy how much fleece was in the store wow and luckily it was all 50 percent off the day that we were there even better so um i have a really nice it's like gray on one side and kind of a gray plaid like gray and white plaid on the other that um the girls made me for my birthday oh cute one of my birthday presents so i have been um snuggling up with that whenever it's been extra chilly but um it's it's like it's an easy thing and i'm not a person who can sew really i mean i can sew a button on but you know beyond that it's it's too much so to me it's like you get this fabric and you actually like make a finished product out of it pretty easily and i'm impressed by that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sure my seventh grade home ec teacher would be disappointed but i i don't think i've seen a um sewing machine since uh seventh grade yeah so uh i think that's a really yeah really cute yeah you got any more um i would say the other uh thing is just i guess i love 
fall being one of my favorites, it's the it's the cooler weather and the decorations of whether it be for fall or Christmas. Mm-hmm. There, I don't think there's any other time of year that I'm as excited about dragging boxes out. Yeah, and, you know, because it just puts you in a different mood. It really does. You it know, just sets a whole different like outlook and yeah. yeah I mean no one's asked me to be in a Hallmark movie but I feel like <laughs> it's the closest I get to feeling like I'm in a Hallmark movie and so let's admit like that's a good feeling it is yeah we like that and if decorations can get you there <laughs> I'm on board okay my last one is really a cheat because it has nothing to do with fall okay but it just so happens that this fall I've been very much into the cheese enchiladas <laughs> at my local Mexican food restaurant. Oh, yes. Okay. So I I love this place. I try to not go there like more than once every couple of weeks because I could literally go there and eat lunch every single day. Um, usually I don't get the cheese enchiladas, but for some reason I ordered them like maybe about, I don't know, two months ago, like around the beginning of this season. And they were just so fantastic. I'm like, can I just get a little peek into that kitchen? Yeah. And can just, you just see how you're making this sauce? I mean, I go to this restaurant pretty often. I'm not like Norm there or anything. <laughs> but I mean, they definitely recognize me when I come in. I think it's also because I go there a lot by myself. You know, I think people um, notice you more when you eat alone for some oh, reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I love eating by myself. Yeah. Um, but I, maybe, I feel like maybe they might actually let me go back in the kitchen. You know, maybe, or you can invite a friend just saying to go with you. (laughs) Guess what? We know we're going after the podcast. That's right. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us and give us a good rating wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at HushMyMouthPod. Bye. Bye. Hush my mouth. I won't be able to. Um. Hush, I can't do it. <laughs>